Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Disclaimer. This podcast is intended for entertainment purposes only. No copyrighted material is played here. But we invite you to join in at home and enjoy our commentary. Welcome to the LP Lexicon podcast. Episode 0 6 Welcome to episode 061 of the LP Lexicon podcast. I am Joseph and you are? Denise. Hi everybody. Hello. How are you Denise? Fine, thank you. Look how loud your sound wave was there compared to mine. Yeah, because I'm next to the microphone. You literally lent in and screamed into that mic into our listeners' headphones. The microphone is 10 centimetres away from me. Okay, I think I need to get a bit closer then because my, my, my uh, sound waves are very small. How about that? Stop it. So here, here we go. But you speak like this. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> Denise just wants to hit me. <laughs> okay, so should we get to it, Denise? Okay. Press play in three, two, one. Okay, can you hear that, Denise? Yes. That drum roll at the beginning signifies that we are listening to Siamese Dream by the Smashing Pumpkins, released in 1993, 25 years ago this year. Why are you laughing at me this because, week? Because like, you are like encyclopedia with this, <laughs> with the Smashing Pumpkin. <laughs> like, okay, play, and just start to speak. He can speak like a, I don't know, for one month about Smashing Punky. <laughs> he has a tattoo of a Smashing Punky. Well, I was going to bring that up later, but now that you've mentioned it, I do. And that tattoo is from this album. I know. Okay, and if you take out the CD sleeve, which we will do here, and look at the back inlay, this tattoo... This is the, this is, this is the drawing that you that you brought to the, to the tattoo is it the shop. The same size. Yeah. Yeah, it was off this. You went with this. Yes. To the shop. Beautiful. This was the first single. It's called Cherub Rock. Okay. Who is this baby? I don't know. In the background. Just, I think they were just all photos that, that Billy found or or whatever at the time. Because if you go through 
each um, page on the inlay there's a different photo and he's wrote the lyrics to the songs over over the image and drawed on them and mm. and stuff like that yeah and they don't really look like photographs which would have been taken at the at the time in 1992 and 1993 this album was recorded between November 1992 and March 1993 yeah mm -hmm. uh, these albums look sorry these photographs look very very old and dated which Billy holds like a, a this this kind of thing holds a certain charm for for Billy he likes things which are which are aged or vintage or He's not the, like antique. His family, no? no, not that I know of. I mean, it, it may well be, but that I know of, no. Mm -hmm. I think the only person who really knows is Billy. And you see that picture? That's Cheddar Brock. What we're listening to now, and here is Cheddar Brock. Who is Cheddar? That's the song oh. we're listening to now, ah. and that's the CD single. Ah, this is the single. Yes. And this single got three songs. Yes, Cherry Brock, Pissant and French movie theme. Mm. And the other two are inside the, the CD? They're not in that one, no, but they are in this one. Where is it? The reissue of Siamese Dream. It's like a huge box, yeah? Uh-huh. And also, on the, we have a 12-inch vinyl of Cherry Brock. And it has the same B-sides on, yeah? Mm. Yeah, and the same photograph. The no? same photograph, same everything. And you bought this vinyl? I when? bought that maybe 2003 oh. in Piccadilly Records in Manchester, I would say. But I could be mistaken because some, some details like that, as I get older, they escape me. You are young, Joseph, please. <laughs> Wait that we are 90 years old. So I love this. I love this track. I used to love to, to play this on, on my guitar as well. Jerem Rock. And once every so often, I like to to pick up my guitar and play play this album. Play along. Break out the Marshall amp. And generally try and wake the neighbours up a little bit. Do you notice that there are a lot of um, like uh, pendants with angels' mm -hmm. face or angels' yeah. pictures? Billy, Billy's quite religious. Well, the majority of people from the United States, they are Christian yeah. or Catholic. Yeah. And they, they use a lot of images. Imagery, yeah. Yeah, which I like. Yeah, I know. Because I always buy them too. Okay, so that was Cherry Rock, which is just finished. Um, do you want to tell the listeners about the, the material that we have on the table here today? There is so many things that I don't know where to start. <laughs> so, Joseph. Okay, let's put this back. Okay. Because it's not interesting for our listeners you to sit and read this and say nothing on mic okay yeah so that was the uk cd what is the name of this song quiet <laughs> this is the us this is the us cd this is the uk cd ah really different yeah 
the CD is different. Yeah, yeah. I'll take the sleeve out. Hmm? Take the, the sleeve out. You know, okay. the one you just seen, yeah? And uh -huh. take, take a look at the US one. This is the UA, US? US, yeah. Oh, it's different too. Yeah. No, I like, I like the yeah, other. You can't even read it, can you? It's like all no. of the pages are put onto like two pages. Why? Why really do small. This? I don't know. Why ain't, this is UK and the other is US? United States, yes. Oh. So the UK um, CD is more like um, artistic. Um, well, it's just easier to, to, to read, isn't it? Okay, we haven't got time to read okay. all of this. Okay, so okay, sorry. Next, next up, next up, we have this. What is that? It's a tape cassette. <laughs> I'm joking. It's a tape cassette. Ah. Let me, can I take a wow. look and see where it's from? And now you have the inlay. You have all the stuff I got on again. Even smaller. <laughs> uh, is it UK? Yeah, it's hot. So it'll be UK cassette. Wow. Do you remember when you tried to find cassette in my country? Yeah. And I did find a couple. Yeah. I found Manson in um, in, in Antofagasta. So that was crazy. Yeah. First album. Okay. Uh, okay. And then we have the reissue. Ah, this is beautiful. Yeah, this is a beautiful box. Uh, this was 2009, I think, 2010, 2011. Oh. It's one of them years. Denise can't even open the box. <laughs> mm, yeah. I can't even open the box. Dear Lord. Yeah, it's difficult. Huh? Yeah. Oh. Okay. So they put all the photograph here. Yeah, so you got like the album. Uh -huh. You've got like an extra disc of, of music. It tells you what's on the back there. Yeah, so you got the album. Our CD2 was like all the... Okay, the album, 13 songs. And the CD2? Was like rehears 18. rehearsal demos. Uh, all different kinds of demos. Yeah, from the apartment. Yeah. The sound work demo, rehearsal. Yes. Yeah. And then on the third disc, there was a DVD live from the Metro in 1993. Instrumental mix. The yes. third one? Yes. What is it, the third one? DVD. Ah, DVD. Live in the Metro. Ah, Chicago. 1993. Good. With 18 songs. Yeah, that's a great... Uh, did they do Godzilla on that as well? Or no? Which no. one? They've done a track by Blue Eyes. They're called, called Godzilla. Uh, but it, no, uh, it's, it's not, not on here. that disc. It's on no. something else. And this ticket... Uh, Go to Smashing Pumpkin to join. Ah, uh, the record the, club. Yeah, the Smashing Pumpkins record club. I'm sure that Short you are there. Short idea, but uh, it was a good idea. But it just seemed to die. Really? Yeah. They used to give you like uh, uh, tracks. Which one was the the how how what is the name of this one? Siamese Dream. No, 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 no. That's the ratio. Which which one? The the um, Smashing Pumpkin album that you helped with the reissue. That was, well, it was uh, Gish and Siamese Dream. Ah. Yeah. Then uh, you started a Facebook page or something yeah, like this? Yeah, I, I started a Facebook page. I think we talked about this before. Um, but, like, the Billy went online and he said they needed some help to try and get, like, interest in uh, to the record label about the, uh, the band getting reissues because... There wasn't any 
so like I start this Facebook page and it's it just got like lots of members and then they kick the the reissues off. Yeah. And Gish and Siamese Dream were like released on the same day, so the first and second albums. And do you think that B B no, it's not possible that Billy knows that the only blondie guy in one of the his concert in Chile was you, the one that who <laughs> helped with the with the ratio uh, pro- of Facebook. Probably page. not. Probably no. not. Well, but Billy, if you listen to this, uh, Joseph was the only blonde blonde guy who was a stand-up in a concert in Santiago of Chile. What year? 19, 2010. 2010. Yeah. In Santiago. Yeah, I really did stick out like a saw though. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you see any any photograph from this. Yeah, if you, if you Google um, Smasher Pumpkins 2010... Santiago Movie Star Arena. If you see blonde hair, it's just Joseph. Like, yeah, you can just see like my huge head that like in the middle of the crowd towards the front. Yeah, and I remember that you. Well, now your your hair is a bit long, but in this moment was it was so longer. long. Wasn't yeah. <laughs> okay, let's, let's okay. Let's get all ah, these away before. And what we... happened with all these photographs? Well, they're it's like beautiful, no? Yeah, the the photographs out of the sleeve. It's like a podcast. Postcard. 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 Yeah. Yeah, they're nice, aren't they? What's oh, on the background? beautiful. No, nothing. Well, this this is what I love about the reissues. There's so much time and, and effort gone into them and the materials, what they use for them yeah. were lovely. I like this this lady with a pink dress. But Billy's always had like that, that kind of um, that attention to detail. And um, Oh, I love them. Okay. Beautiful. Okay. Denise has just had tea and toast, so I'm I'm wary of her getting it on my vinyl. No, 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 I know. That. She came to the table with toast and bad intentions. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> got a little bit of vinyl here okay. as well, Denise. Okay. So we've we've had Cheddar Brock. We've actually got today what we're listening to now. It's just finishing. Where is it? There you go. There's today. Uh, there's the UK single. And I think that's a Dutch CD single that I picked up one day mm. in a card sleeve. I just bought it because I thought it was nice. It's beautiful, no? Yeah. Also, I just if if it had the name Smashing Pumpkins on, I just buy it anyway because like really, there's a lot. I know. Okay. Denise, beautiful. Love it. I think it's a two-track CD. Yeah. Let me see what's on the back. So what is two girls kids? eating? They are eating something. I'm hungry now. What they are eating? I don't know, like donut a, or an orange. No. Or... I don't know. I think that orange. Yeah, crisps. Yeah. It looks like samosas. <laughs> I think I'm hungry. Okay. Uh, so a couple of other things as well. Got uh, the Sam, twelve-inch single. A smile, heart. Yeah, the Sam with a smile, the Sam with a heart, mm. and the we have the. Uh, Siamese Dream on uh, vinyl. Does the and this is the re yeah. reissue? That's the original. Album. The original. The original. The original. Nineteen ninety three. Yeah. Oh my god, this looks beautiful. Yeah, and um, there we have the the reissue. Open, just open the gatefold there, please, Denise. See, friend. No, no, pretty much the same. It's the same. Just the cover, which has changed. Obviously, they changed the 
uh, the colours and they put that on the back. She looks like a little Denise. Yeah, the little angels like me when I was little. Yeah, yeah but she has like this, these eyebrows with like like a V. Yeah, when I'm uh, like get angry. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes our little son said to me, Mommy, be happy. I'm happy. It's, I don't know. <laughs> I look like this. Okay, so even though we've I gone through... I look strict. This is a point, but I'm not that strict. Even though we've gone through all of that stuff, we still have, like, quite a few things. Why so this we'll music so beautiful? Um, well... How he can create all this? At the time, Billy had um, problems with the songwriting. He had writer's block. Uh -huh. Do you know what writer's block no. is? It's where, you, where you're trying to write and you just can't come up with anything. <gasps> and that was what today was about. It was like... You... Getting over writer's yeah. block. You, sorry, don't don't lose your your ideas, okay? But um, I wanted to say something the other day. I was uh, reading. I don't know if it was Paul McKenna or or another guy who did something like this, and they said that sometimes they need to help songwriters because this happens. Writer's block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happens to everyone. Happens to me. So, I'm a writer. So, uh, well, it happened to me, but I need to take a test and write during the test. And I was like, a blog. Oh, what can I do? Yeah, I mean, it, okay. it, it does happen to uh, to everybody, but you just got to try and find a way through it. Uh, yeah, so today was, was uh, Pope Billy Overcomer's his writer's block because Billy is a prolific uh, songwriter. Um, I have the, the internet open here. I'm just going to open up a website, which is called SP... FC, I think FC, Smashing Pumpkins fan collaborative music uh, songs song list. Okay, so on this song list is uh, Smashing Pumpkins. So of Smashing Pumpkins, there is. Without no cover versions, six hundred and fourteen songs at the moment that he wrote. That Billy's wrote, just Smashing Pumpkins. Okay. So not Billy Corgan, mm. not one, no cover versions. If you go to all songs, like everything recorded, um, there is uh, one thousand five hundred ninety-seven. Um, why is the difference? Explain to me that. Because the the first page that we looked at is only Smashing Pumpkins. Okay. And he wrote all the songs. Yes, and this is everything that he's wrote. Well, everything that they've all wrote. Cause ah, he's helping another band, for example. Yeah, like Celebrity Skin by Hall is on there. Okay. Uh, you know. I understand, yeah. But, like, you got, like, Japanese stuff in here as well. Can you see that? Why Japanese? Because James... Uh, ah, he's, he's, he had a band. Yeah, yeah, he has Japanese heritage, but he did like soundtrack for for the Japanese film, ah. and uh, that they're the titles of that song. But it's interesting that because it gives you like all the in the uh, the, the what details. What page is this? SPFC.org. It's a very old website. Ah, like I used to use it years and years ago when I first went onto the internet because it just gave like all all the information that you needed. Like you see, lips like sugar. Echo and the Bunnymen. Echo and the Bunnymen is a band from Liverpool, actually from this area where we're recording now. Okay. Do you know where the army is? Yeah, okay, yeah. That, that's where they're from. 
but uh, they're a very influential band, and, and Billy Billy loved them, so he, they've obviously played some this song by them. Mm-hmm. Like the, it's in Breck. Oh, there's another one, Echo and the Bunny Man, the Killing Moon. Wow, that's probably the song that they're most known for. I like this band, Echo and the Bunny Man. Uh, yeah. yeah. Jeremy, look, they've done Jeremy by Pearl Jam. Oh. <laughs> I'd love to hear that. So if you click on it, uh-huh. it'll tell you. In which album or the lyrics? Lyrics? Oh, it's a cover. Yeah. It tells you where it was played. It, it doesn't really say no, on this one. it doesn't but say it normally anything does. this one. So we go to The Killing Moon. Where was that then? The Killing Moon. I couldn't know what Joseph, how how many songwriters? Well, in the world we have so many. Okay, I understand, but how many songwriters really create so many songs like Billy? Um, Maybe they um, Damon album. Yeah, well, I, I was thinking Franz about Zappa? this Damon. Well, you're 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 thinking about like uh, like artists who are like prolific. Artists who release like a huge amount of work, and in that in that respect, it would be right because Damon, like, d- does try to release like an album every year, and uh, th- it was the same with Frank Zappa. He had like two, three, four albums a year. Yeah, but I, I can feel. I don't know if I'm wrong, but I feel like it. Frank Zappa is more like Billy because they are like um. Uh, they are alone concentrating in order to produce a new album or write more songs. But Damon, he he do more more work with other artists and other songwriters. Yeah, so they, sometimes Damon, Damon's very collaborative. Exactly. Obviously. So maybe he he can have more ideas from these other people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead. Billy is in his house trying to write something, try to concentrate. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's different. The process is different. It's like a solitary songwriter. This, this I, I tried to say. Yeah, Billy. Uh, yeah, Billy uh, doesn't really... Uh, I mean, like this album, what we're listening to now, uh, Billy not only like wrote... The majority of the stuff himself. James wrote some stuff on this as well. He wrote mm-hmm. mayonnaise together, but Billy, like except for the drums, Billy played all the instruments as well. In this one, in this, yeah, it's like uh, Dave Grohl in his first album. He yes. played all the instrument. He wrote all the songs. But the difference there was Dave wasn't recording an album like to to launch his band. Dave was recording an album to make music and see if he could do it, mm-hmm. and then needed to get the band afterwards. Exactly. In this case, they Smashing Pumpkins already had an album out, and they already were, and, and they were successful. already established. Yeah, they were uh-huh. successful, but Billy was a perfectionist, and, and preferred to play all of the the stuff himself. He still credited the other members as as playing mm-hmm. on the album, but he uh, he played it all himself, which is why it's a bit strange. The at the moment, it's very exciting to be a Smashing Pumpkins fan because. Um, there's so much going on. Billy's just released a, a solo album in November, I think it was, uh, called Ojilalo, which was a, a really great listen. And as we've discussed here, and you should know by now if you listen to the podcast, we love the album format. Now, 
Billy's solo album was actually part of a larger project where it was the actually the soundtrack to a silent film which was created. So mm. you play the music with the film and it, it told the story. Well, um, after that album was, was quite successful and it, it's kind of like invigorated Billy to, to make more music. So now they've made another uh, Smashing Pumpkins album, possibly a double album. Or maybe a, 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 a that is the one that you are waiting. This is the one which I'm hoping is coming, going to come out soon. And like Billy said, like oh yeah, we have like 17 songs recorded. That's 17 songs recorded. He's got like 45 written. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So he's always got like a huge amount of of uh, of material that he's working on. Also, there's projects in the past which have been. Uh, shelved. He's been working on stuff, and whatever something's happened, he's like, okay, it's not the right time for it, so he'll forget about it. So he has from, a lot of songs, yeah. like nobody listens. Yeah, that people yet. have not even heard. Like there was a, in two thousand two, he had a project called Chicago Kid, which was a lot of uh, songs that he was working on that nobody's like really heard before. Like I, I haven't, I, I've had as much as I can as Smashing Pumpkins and I, I don't recall ever hearing anything from that but he's been working on them recently mm. also there's the we mentioned the reissues um, the reissues stopped at a door and the, the next album was Machina there was supposed to be a reissue of Machina which everybody's waiting for because Machina 2 was not released officially in, in stores we were given like a download of it, which now with the technology that we have, it's not like the greatest quality. So people are waiting for like an official release of that, so they can have a good quality copy of the album. It ran into some legal trouble. I don't know what it what? was. Don't know. Billy said it was something so minuscule and ridiculous that was the thing that was holding the project up. So I'm hoping that the, the, the reissue program starts up again because Billy wants to release Machina, uh, the greatest hits all with all the uh, bonus material and then move on to the albums which were released after the Smash Ups Pumpkins split in 2000. You know, and then from whatever they did in 2007 onwards. So it was a, it was a good project and I really enjoyed it, but it just seemed to like die. Hey, what happened with all the members of the band? Well, at the moment, uh, there's been photographs taken of uh, Billy, James, the original guitarist, and Jimmy, the drummer, in the studio in Los Angeles. And they played together a couple of years ago for a, for a couple of gigs. Like James made guest appearance in Los Angeles and Chicago. So hopefully that... Um, when when the whatever the announcement is, if you go to smashingpumpkins.com dot com now, there is a countdown clock on there. And at this moment in time, I'll tell you how, how long's left on there. Give me two seconds. Mm, I remember that yesterday you showed me yeah. this clock. Mm. So there's three days, nineteen hours, forty eight second uh, minutes, and three seconds, which takes us to about six p.m. on Wednesday UK time. What will happen there? Is it Wednesday or Thursday? I think it's Wednesday. Sorry, I don't know. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. 
Well, Billy is very excited because he show yeah. his some photograph. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, which brings me to Instagram. I don't have an Instagram account, uh-huh. but I've been following Billy's uh, account. Just keep going back every day and seeing what's what's happening. So, so it says Billy William Patrick Hogan, Smasher Pumpkin Zero, National Re- Wrestling Alliance president, and p- proprietor of Madame Zuzu's Tea House. Do you remember the tea that we got? I love Madame Susu's uh, tea. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, huh? you bought for me two yeah, or three it, different type of tea, and yeah, I love them. Yeah, when the issue came out, um, I bought them in like a package. Yeah, you bought the reissue plus the 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 tea. Yes, it was lovely. <laughs> so at the moment in New York, there is um, there's like a banner with the Siamese dream. What is this ban? The, the, this banner, sorry. This in New York. Mm. It's got the Siamese Dream uh, logo. logo. Well, Smash Your Pumpkins logo from mm-hmm. Siamese Dream. And if, where's the other one? The, and they uh, released a photo of the two girls from the cover of Siamese Dream mm. uh, today with like the same uh, kind of outfit on the with angel their wings. Backs. Yeah. Yeah, there was another photo. And I can't find it now, but I seen it yesterday. And the video for today was uh, Billy in an ice cream van, and they go through the desert and like pick up the other band members and they throw paint all over it. And now like there's an ice cream van that's appeared in uh, Los Angeles and New York. So with the Smashing Pumpkin logo. Yeah, it's got the logo on it and name. It says it's got other stuff on as well. I've seen like various photos of it over over the course of the day. Have we got anything else on here? But like, oh, I need to try to find that. Uh... Then you take over for a sec while I look for these pictures because they are incredible. <laughs> I love a. Um... Billy's photograph with his song. Yeah. No? yeah his little song. Of... They went to the museum. <laughs> I love this idea to show up a bit about your life, your normal life, no? Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Because he has a family now. So he's not only recording and um, writing music. He needs to spend quality time with his son, too. I'm in a group. It's like a fan group of of Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, and I I can't find it at the moment. See all. Who are these two two little piggies here in this CD cover? I can't find that group. But they had like... Um, you know the ice cream for sale. Uh-huh. It, it had like all all Smashing Pumpkins like related names. So it was uh, Siamese Dreamsicle, like a popsicle, yeah. And uh, there was another one for Melancholy. Uh, okay, so this was a film and a uh, CD. Which this is related to this CD? Yes, it, it was the making of Siamese Dream. Oh, okay. Like a tour video as well. So seventy. 76 minutes of vintage pumpkins. Yeah. So the the, the film was released and there was a, 
a promotional album release for it and it was rare you couldn't get it anywhere i tried many times to get it and then once uh once they split up it was released on dvd dvd became popular then and the album was released as well mm. finally so i was able to get a copy so we've got the dvd we've got the cd and we have the promotional cd as well and where do you find this promotional CD? I used to get because all. Because it's all difficult, my, no? Oh yeah, I used to get all my promotional CDs from from Manchester when because I, I was working there at the time. I have friends there as well who who love music, so we all used to go out together and like see what we could find. Oh my god, this is a massage. Yeah, that's James getting a massage. Yeah. <laughs> Looks painful. Yeah, <laughs> but the. The um the performances are great. You got like uh, uh let's see what we've got on here. We've got Quiet live in Atlanta in the United States, Cherub Rock live on MTV Europe nineteen ninety three, Today live in Chicago, I am one live in Barcelona, Soma live in London, Slunk. On Japanese TV, nineteen ninety-two, uh, Geek USA German TV. That was quite funny. Uh, Mayonnaise Acoustic, and uh, the last track, which we cannot say on the air because we are mm. not allowed to say bad words. But it's a silver. Yes, that's all we need to say, Denise. We know you know bad words, but you can't say them on the air. But he said that. Okay. Just uh, tell me something about the lost 94 tapes. Okay, let me see. Mm, previously released songs, dialogue, and Crazy Bitter and Smashing Pumpkins archives, and the lost 94 tapes. Almost an hour of newly discovered performance footage. Okay, so I remember this. It was like a, a tape of a, a gig where um, I, th- I think it was one camera or two cameras or something like that. It was just like a concert. Mm. Yeah, but it was it was because uh, like DVD was was kind of new at the time. It was it was good to have like those extra kind of things because I had Euphoria on video cassette. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that was it. It was the video. There wasn't any extras or anything because you you couldn't really have extras on on video. I'm going to say 161 minutes of super secret, super special extra stuff and live performances. Yeah, so like it's over like two and a half hours. Wow. I saw the video. I don't think you've seen that, you know. I really don't think you've seen that. I don't remember. Might have to put that on this weekend. Okay. What else? Okay, so... What is the name of this song? This was Soma. We just discussed it. Number? How many? Okay, so this is like side two of the of the LP now, yeah. It's the the first side had like all the singles on. And the second side was like heavier. Okay. Yeah. Denise, it's the exact same CD on the back. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, so the first, the first seven a, songs? Well, the first six. Okay. They were like the, the 
I wouldn't say the quieter songs, but they were like the singles. The and the part. other half. And the other half the rock is like, and roll. Yeah, it's like the heavier side. Okay, so uh, what else do we have here? There's a couple of interesting bits. So I have many of these CDs. Okay, I just brought these two because they were from this from this era. These are uh, bootleg CDs, yeah? Oh, okay. First one's called Unplugged. Second one is called Out of Focus. And um, to be honest, Out of Focus seems to to concentrate on the first album with a couple of tracks off the second album. Who create these ones? Who knows? They're not on any like uh, official label. Yeah. But then by that you we have these as well. No, I'm not gonna say where I bought them. But these are the same as them. They're not official releases, but they were bought in like a huge chain store. Really? Yes. How? I don't know why they're selling them, but like when I seen them I was like it's it's mu- music from a band that I love. So I'm going to buy it. And this is from... Well, there is 18 songs. That is from San Diego. It's a concert. In October 93, San Diego. And there is another concert. From the track 1 to 10 is San Diego. From the track 11 to 18 is Los Angeles. Okay. December 93. Yes. So that was the album that this album was uh, the year that this album was released. What about the other one, Denise? And the other one is live too. Say Cabaret Metro, Chicago. Okay, so August Cabaret Metro is where they always played. That was like the the show that they did for the families. Yeah. So it's like the cover for the Beatles. Yeah. Something like this. Yeah. It's the cabaret, Only cabaret Metro when, for when the Smashing Pumpkins Smashing Pumpkin. became famous. They still played in the metro, like the Beatles couldn't really return to the cabin at that point because it was so small. Yeah, and it was so hot down there as well. Okay. And the other day you showed me a video where Billy was playing in his um in his shop. Oh yeah, okay. So when that was interesting as well. I mean, people always moan about Billy Corgan and Why? I, I, I don't know. It's it's not something I've really understood before. But when he was uh, promoting his solo album, he goes to his tea shop every day and he played songs from from all over his career. Um, and he like some some of the songs he hadn't really heard for for a very long time, and it was interesting because he played them on like piano or on on the guitar in the shop. And they'd record them and then put them on Facebook that day. Yeah, so it was a good thing to like promote the album. I, I love going back, going seeing what he'd been playing. Um, there was something else I was going to say then. I can't remember what it is. I don't know. What about these books that you have? Oh, the book. Okay, so with the other day, the other day, a couple of episodes ago, you said you should get the one thousand and one songs book and see if there's any any songs in here. Uh huh. So. I wrote it down. I've made a point to bring it to the table with us now. Okay, so 
the Smashing Pumpkins in here, there is 1979, which is on Melancholy, Christmas Time, which is a Christmas song, uh, Drown, I Am One, Landslide, My Blue Heaven, Pug, That's The Way My Love Is, With Every Light and Today, which is off Siamese Dream. But that's a very broad selection of tracks because it covers everything. You've got like a, 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 a single, 1979, like a very popular single. Christmas Time, which was like a, a, a Christmas track on a compilation CD in 1997. Drown, which was off a film soundtrack recorded at this time but not on the album. I Am One, which was the first single. Landslide, which is a cover of Fleetwood Mac, which is on a B-Sides album. Uh, My Blue Heaven, which was a very obscure B-Side off, off Melancholy. So you, you don't expect this song? Yeah, it, it's, just, it, it's a weird selection. Pug, which is off Adore, an album track. That's the Way My Love Is, which is off the... Uh, of Zeitgeist, which is the album they recorded when they, after they split, um, with every light off Machina, and today, which is obviously a single off Siamese Dream. So, it's a very diverse choice of songs from from across the whole uh, discography. But uh, yeah, it's a good book. I like that. I mean, if you look at other artists as well. If you, if you look at artists, though, they, they only have, like, one or two recommendations. So if somebody's got, like, six, seven, eight, nine recommendations, then, you know, they've got to be a, a good band. Why this letter is so small? Yeah, you're blind, Denise. What is this machine pumpkin? Over here. Where? I don't think you're on the right page. I think it's the next page. Wow. <laughs> I couldn't. Uh, there you go. Do you? Let's smash your pumpkins. Okay. So I tried to. I I need to find a page now. Um. Yeah. I mean, you can. It'll tell you. Here is. There is. Yeah. So that's the the cover to nineteen seventy nine. A single. Yeah. This one. Yeah. It's kind of a red slip. Restless period with a lot of sexual energy, and you are st stuck in f nowhere. Billy Corgan, 1996. And where is the other? No, there's only there's only the one, oh. which has got like a an article, but uh, maybe maybe one or two will have like articles because like the like the songs they pick they try and keep the whole book diverse they've got 1001 songs to to discuss he say i can't really say why i picked the year 1979 it's as good as any other year i suppose plus it sounds good in a in a rhyme scheme yeah <laughs> well the thing is with billy I, there's a concept that i've got on on cd which i love billy claims that he wrote the song when he was 12 years old, but he never, he wrote it well, like it was one of the last songs to be recorded for that album. I think it was wrote during the sessions, but it, it was the last song to be recorded off the album. Um, 
but Billy says he wrote it when he was 12 years old because he would have been 12 years old in 1979. Ah. But it was it was just something that he was saying to the crowd. And he does that quite a bit. He like... Uh, Did you say 18 years old? Yeah, because sure? well, well, he was born in 1967. Ah. Influenced by everything gone green, New Order. Yeah, Billy is very influenced by New Order from Manchester, yeah. Ah. He played with them in a, in I, I missed it as well. He played he toured with them for a bit as a as a guitarist in like two thousand and one or something like that. And did they know? Yeah, I did know. And the first place that they played was Liverpool and I never went. Really? Yeah. I just were... I I always have bad luck when like trying to mm. get tickets. And the weird thing that the first time that you saw Smashing Pumpkin was in Chile. Yeah, because I'd had tickets for them before, but gigs were cancelled, and you know, it was just it wasn't possible to get there for whatever reason. Yeah, so the first time I actually ended up seeing them was like was with you in two thousand and ten. Hmm. So we are waiting for uh, for Wednesday. Now. Yeah, I'm waiting to see what the uh, what the what the announcement is going to be. Could be a new single, could be a tour, could be uh, announcement of a new album. I really don't know. Could be that the band is all together, the four of them. No, I don't know. That, it, it's, that's another thing you don't know if the four of them are together. The three of them have been uh, just to say that together. it's a new album. I said the other day, is a is a world tour. World tour. Yeah, do you remember I, I said that? I was reading something it's before. The tickets for the tickets. I was reading something before. Um, Billy had a project. What he called fifty by fifty or fifty four fifty. I can't remember. Where he was like, when he turned fifty, he wanted to make this project of fifty of uh, songs from. From his entire recording career, so Smashing Pumpkins, one, um, yeah, Billy Corgan, William Patrick Corgan, um, and he's going to be fifty-one next month. Mm. You know, so he he's always working on something. He's been writing a, a book for a few years now, like kind of like autobiographical. Think religious as well. I remember reading. So we just have to wait and see what he comes out with in the end. Good. Which song is this one? This is Space Boy. This is about his brother. Okay. Yeah, his brother uh, is is autistic. Mm, yeah. Like autism in in the nineties, it was kind of like different from what it is today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like in the nineties, it was like it was viewed as something like uh, like strange, or maybe people would like discriminate against people who had autism. But today, it seems to be a lot more. Um, I'd say a, a lot more prevalent than what it was in the nineties. Because in the nineties you didn't really hear about it all that often. Maybe there's a lot more. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There's a lot more awareness of it now. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. 
Beautiful shot. Yeah, I mean, it's quite simple. It's like Billy playing acoustic guitar. Uh, Jimmy sounds drums. But I think Billy is playing a Mellotron. That's what that noise is on the background, yeah. Mm. A Mellotron is like kind of like a, a keyboard, but instead of being like electronic, it uses tape for, for the sounds, yeah, and you can change the tapes. So that instead of like having like you could have like orchestras on there, or like uh, Billy used um, screams, he had screams on there. <laughs> but uh, the Beatles used one as well, like Strawberry Fields, yeah, the beginning of Strawberry Fields. I've got a T-shirt of Strawberry Fields on at the moment. Yeah, yeah strange. Come on and party tonight, right? Okay, so um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, the the Beatles used the Mellotron for the for the intro of Strawberry Fields Forever, and that's that's what we can hear now on this track. But that is on uh, Euphoria. You see Billy playing his Mellotron. The guy, the guy who's interviewing him says, "Like, is there uh, much Mellotron on the album?" And he says, "No." But uh, there's there's some strange instruments on this album as well. There's a sitar on here. Really? Yeah. I think it in is. In this song? No, it's not this one, and it's not the next one. But, the last one? Yeah. I think it might be Luna. It could be Sweet Sweet. Um, the next one. <laughs> I remember once I had um. I was playing guitar in in our bedroom in, in Akiki, yeah? And I was playing this song. And do you remember we had, like, a, a maid who come, used to come in on Monday and, and clean up, yeah? In the morning, yeah. Yeah. I was playing <coughs> this so loud. And I looked up and I seen you and the maid in the doorway and you were like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it was so noisy. And those those doors didn't really lock well, so like the neighbors like above and below must have been able to hear it as well. <laughs> <laughs> Did you write something here today in your notebook? No, about I mean, smashing pumpkin. Not really, no, because like I'll try and put stuff in there to to help me remember. Like what all all I've got in here really is like about. Uh, Stuff to remind me about what to bring to the table for, for the episodes. Um, and aside from that, I haven't really wrote anything else in there. Who is this speaking? I don't know. And this is another thing between the, the UK and the US. Um, really? I thought I was mad. I was hearing somebody speaking say, so, what? <laughs> between the US and the US, uh, UK albums... There's like little bits of dia- dialogue, yeah. Ah, okay. But on the two CDs, they fin- the tracks finish and start at different points. So, I think on the UK albums, the dialogue finishes the song. But on the US one, it starts the song or something like that. I could be mistaken, <laughs> but they are, they are like quite different. Which you wouldn't notice if you just listened to the album from beginning to end, but... If you like looking for a specific track, they they start off different, depending on what CD you're listening to. You love to play this part, no? Yeah, do you remember the guitar? Oh my god, 
Yeah, please, Joseph, stop playing this. What happened with your dad, son? Your dad is playing the same part again and again. Please. I don't know what you're on about, Denise. I really have no idea. Can you stop playing, Joseph? I'm breathing. Oh, yeah. There it is. <laughs> Yeah, but this is nothing because this is with an acoustic guitar. Wait to listen, Joe, with the other. Yeah, for the full, like, how long is this song on for? Mm. It's on for yeah. eight and a half minutes. Exactly. <laughs> so, eight minutes. I know this sound, I got this sound here in my, in my mind, in my brain. But yeah, yeah there it is. Yeah, it's fun to play. Yeah. Just this. It's one. fun to hear it. Exactly. This is. Okay, I promise no more guitar while Not recording. a minute playing the same, the same part. No? I can't even remember. Now I can understand because he, he doesn't change a lot the... The same sound. He play all over again. Who? Billy. Billy really? plays all over again the same sound all the time. No, this is amazing because like I remember once I was listening to this album, my mum came in when I was living in the house and she said, Did these only have like two strings on the guitar? Because this is this, this is the strings what they were using, these two, yeah. Uh-huh. But this is like where it, where it was heaviest. And, and Billy said something interesting recently. He said like when they were playing live, his voice would, would always be like different. Some some nights his voice would be incredible. Some nights it'd be bad. And now like with him, with his new album where he's just playing with like a piano or mm -hmm. like an acoustic guitar, he says he can control his voice better because before it was like trying to scream over a jet. Like the volume was so loud when they were playing mm -hmm. loud, yeah. Imagine. Which you don't really like think about, and it must have took like tremendous amount of energy because, like, I remember watching him on on a video on the internet, and they're playing "Bullet with Butterfly Wings." It was in Florida, so it would have been hot. And Billy's like screaming as as he does, and he, I think he's cut off the oxygen supply to his brain for a second because he like blacked out and like fell over he fell over yeah and then like he, he gets up and then like carries on <laughs> but you can see it in the footage I'm gonna like try and find it now so I can show you really yeah let me there so it, let's this see was if we in, can find it was this Swish in California you said no Florida Florida I hope I'm right because it's uh, been a while what uh, year Billy collapse on stage okay I think it was like 2000 2010 I think it was right yeah probably the year we saw them I'm BBC you can find this yeah okay let's find uh, uh, July 2000 okay this is it in Tampa Florida yeah uh huh oh, YouTube with your ads make me ill okay calm down okay so if you watch Billy yeah Oh my! Yeah, all these yeah. flashes, I can't see anything. Yeah, it's quite bad, like. 
<laughs> I'm sure there's better footage of this though. Look. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, he fell and he yeah. stand up again. Yeah, and, and then he like, carry on. And then like carries. <laughs> he fell for like two seconds. Yeah. How he can do that? <laughs> it's like a superhero. <laughs> but yeah, the, that that's because he's like transport. He's put that much energy into his voice, like because of the noise that they're making. And I, and I've done it myself, where I've like shouted myself hoarse or whatever. That you like, you you start to feel like fuzzy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it, it happened to me last week. Somebody said something and I laughed so much. I felt like all the energy like drained from my head and go like down my body. I had to sit there for a second and, and like compose myself again. And I was like, what just happened? I thought I have to take it like a little bit easier because that wasn't an enjoyable sensation. <laughs> <laughs> was it last week? Yeah, last week. In work, somebody said something and made me laugh, and I just started laughing. But I, I think I like it was morning, afternoon. What do you have last what week? What was it last week? I was on late last week. Yeah, this is the point because always when sorry, listener, but always when you say has late, a uh, late shift, yeah, you go to sleep really, really late. And I say, Jose, you need to sleep earlier, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just I don't want to like go to work and, and then, next day and you, like, we need to wake like, up for yeah. the kids again. Yeah. yeah, the normal life of every parent. I mean, I think that's why I like uh, like music so much because um, if I've got to travel somewhere, like I have, I'll have music with me, and I'll, that that's what I'll take pleasure from. Sometimes, if I'm working, I'll have it on as like background noise. Or, or something that I can just ignore while I'm doing something. But sometimes I'll I'll have it on and like really concentrate on it. Like that's what I like to do like when when I'm when I'm going somewhere, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's like that's kinda it like obviously it's it's my, my hobby. But it's something that like I enjoy when I'm not in my job. Yeah, yeah. today well, not today exactly but well, I hear something. One that when you are listening to music, it's like a for some people, it's like a way to meditate. Yes, I would okay. say very much so for me. Okay, this and today I heard that some people, when while they are listening to any specific music, and the person who was talking about this, she said about rock music. Okay, that it was weird because she is a, she she is more than sixty. I don't know, I don't know, it's seventy, but okay, but around this age, okay. But she say when she listened to rock music, she picked some sentences or some words, some lyrics, parts of the lyrics, that they are mean something important for her. Okay. So when when she has this like a aha moment with the lyric of the song, she writes down okay. the information like oh this part is for me. And I said oh it's weird because the other day we were listening to a, well it was K Bush. Okay. I don't know K Bush or oh now I'm I'm losing the my mind but um, I said 
about about somebody falling. Do you remember? She said something somebody falling or uh, like a walk again, something like this. I say, oh my God, this lyric is somebody wrote for me, ah, uh, because I was I was walking again. Okay. Yeah, I, I do remember vaguely. I can't remember who it was. It might have been the Women in Music episode or mm. something like that. And then I thought, oh, this uh, this happened to me in uh, in another moment of my life. Because do you remember when I fell and then I started to, to listen to the song Run from... Oh, from the Foo Fighters. Foo, yeah, Foo yeah. Fighters. Yeah. I say, okay, this is me. I want to run again. I can't do it right now. But this is song for me. Wake up, stand up and run. Yeah? Yeah. So, I I don't know. I want to suggest to our listener to, to do this, this uh, I don't know how to say, like a technique or process. Okay. Like when they are listening to, for example, this album, if they if they have any aha moment with any part of the lyric, write down, because maybe it's something special for you. Yeah. I mean, like a message. This I want to say that is a message for you. Like I was th- li- thinking about this recently. Some people listen to music and don't really concentrate on the lyrics, and um, I do that. But sometimes, like the lyrics, just like seem to like grab hold of you and then like force you to listen. Like last week, we done "Boys for Pele" by by Tori Amos, and like. I always I studied her lyrics because I just found them so fascinating. I could like hardly ever like figure out what she was talking about, you know. So uh, this is coming up to the end of uh, Simon's stream now. This is Luna, yeah. Mm, Luna Moon. Yeah. Do you know that I love the moon? So if if they say Luna. For me, in Spanish, that is my first language. Is something very special for me. It's mm. what we were talking about. You can hear the sitter, yeah. Ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Listen, listen. No, it's good to. No. But there is the sitter in there. No. There is. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, have you enjoyed um, Siamese Dream today, Denise? Beautiful, beautiful album. I think that I will listen to this album too this week. Yes. Because, uh, you know, um, when I like the album, I take it and uh, put it on more often here in the yes. house. We're going to London on Thursday. The last time we went to London was last March. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just after just after my birthday last year. And I always like to go to Bedick Street in Soho, which is where like all the record shops are. And we couldn't go in March. Maybe there was like time constraints or something like that. But I'd like to go this year. Mm-hmm. Well this week. So uh I need to try to remind myself that we need to go to, to Bedick Street. Mm-hmm. Because there's always stuff... I've found stuff in there which I've never seen anywhere else. Like, I was looking for the first eight volumes of the Desert Sessions. I had volumes 9 and 10. 
but neither volumes one to eight on CD. Oh no, sorry, one to six it was. I had volumes uh, seven to ten, and I went in there and I had them, and I was like, oh, I need to get this. You bought a stereo lab for me there, no? Yeah, I did buy a stereo lab mm, there. Like yeah. a three or four different, yes. I remember Seven inch singles, yeah. You called Dave and say, oh, yeah, I sis- found all Sister these. Ray Records, that was. Mm-hmm. I bought a lot from Sister Ray over the years. And that was Siamese Dream. Beautiful. El disco de cultura. No mate la música. Bye. Contact details. Contact us by email at lexiconpod at gmail.com Our blog, lexiconpod.blogspot.com And our Twitter, at lexiconpod. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.